hopefully next week, if we we're doing this remotely still, which I'm gonna imagine that we are, uh, I'll I'll have be using a real microphone and not just the the mic on the phone. <laughs> a microphone and not the mic on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> two different things. Well, I'm starting off this episode uh, the same way I always do now. <laughs> that's not that's not quite Seattle Seahawks. Nope, it's uh, uh it's Bills Patriots blue and red. Yeah, America. My two teams, the Bills yeah. and the Patriots. With the, with, with the, we're patriotic, and Bills. I'm a full-on Bills fan now. I don't care. It took a full year, but I'm glad we got there. <laughs> um, when they go against the Patriots, I'm rooting for the Patriots, but uh, they're they're my non-geographically convenient team. It's um, I'm gonna I'm gonna adopt one team from each of the. Uh, the big four sports team sports in in the United States, and I'm going to adopt one team from uh, one non-regional team as my my team. A different one every year, or are you going to like designate it, and that's going to you're going to go a lifetime? I want to ride it. I want to ride this. Train. I love it. So, so uh, I'm I, I'm very. I don't know who I should pick for the nba i do have a good idea of who i want for the nhl and that is the colorado avalanche does that because bobby Orr? uh not bobby no. or ray bork <laughs> it's because uh back in the early 2000s uh jack panzer recorded a cover of uh you get another thing coming but it was you get another cup coming <laughs> i did not know that <laughs> 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 Only real metal nerds like me would know that. I could uh, I could not wait to listen to that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think the Avs are my NHL team, uh, but the NBA I'm very I'm very so, confused on. I have a hard time picking one because I generally base it off players that I like that happen to be on the team. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can hate a team very easily. Like, I don't see myself ever seeing a Lakers team that I like. Um, I can't ever see myself yeah. seeing a Canadiens team that I like. No, definitely not the Canadiens. The Steelers. Definitely not the Yankees. Uh, the Steelers I'm indifferent on, but, but the Lakers I definitely can't. Not because I hate them, but just because of the rivalry, you know? Um, like, how many times have Boston and L.A. met in the finals? It's just... Sort of like, I they're they're the West Coast rival to us. I can't. They can't be my West Coast team. No, maybe the Clippers. The, the, <laughs> so like, my thing is like, usually if they're a bad team, that it gets good. So like, yeah. the Bills I like because the fans are nuts. That, yeah, that's one they of the reasons, they yeah. do they do some real ECW some outlaw mud show shit. <laughs> They look like they have a lot of fun. They look like they have a lot of fun. They love it when the team's good. They love the team when they're bad. They do not give a fuck about showing up in New England and being dicks. No. No. And, like, so the last time I went to a... They put up a billboard here. When did they do that? Uh, The AFC Championship week. 
they like there was like a contest like which fans had the best fans and the Bills fans won so they got to put up a billboard anywhere in the United States and they they chose as right, they uh, should like, right near Foxborough that the Bills were the best team in the league <laughs> I kind of just tip my head to that I'm just like I get you guys hate us but but I kind of like you yeah no I I love them and like the last Patriots game I went to was a um a Monday night game against the Bills. It was the worst fucking football game I ever went to. It was cold. It was moving real slow. But the people from Buffalo that were there to party were there to fucking party. <laughs> Who won? The Patriots kicked the shit out of them. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> and I don't even that, think... that That's sort of the running joke of how many times Tom Brady beat the, the Bills. That was the... um. Game, the first game that Gronk missed in the 2017 season. He ended up missing a bunch of games, but yeah, that's all. Yeah. <coughs> We've before we started recording, we uh we were talking guitars and uh, talking tars. We were, just, we were just talking about like some acrylic, some clear see through guitars. Talk about what your project is. Or your your desired project. So I was looking on um, AliExpress. I think is where I found a lot of them, and they're like very Asian-born acrylic see-through guitars with LED lights going up and down the neck and throughout the body. And I'm thinking about replacing the Strat bridge and putting a Floyd Rose in there and making that shit real stupid. <laughs> Um, I love the idea of that. Um, I was talking about taking uh, BC Rich, <laughs> my my turn of the century era BC Rich Warlock, and uh, it's a platinum series. Taking the tremolo off and replacing it with the collar tremolo, taking a pickup out of one guitar, uh, putting it in that guitar, and just sort of making it a sweet ass fucking guitar. I really think that every because a lot of people have gotten warlocks since quarantine started. I don't know what it is, but I've always just loved the shape of a warlock. I always like I'm I'm not a pointy guitar guy. Like I'm I definitely love my single cutaways. They're my favorite guitars. But um, just something about the warlock. I don't know what it is, but it's like a strat shape, but it's just so pointy and cool. And I don't know. I, I usually don't like them, but this one I'm kind of it's all about. It's real demolition. It's demolition. It's like the part of me that I that like I just wish kind of didn't exist. Like that real metal doofus part of me. Yeah, it's real metal doofus shit. And like, I everyone I know that plays guitar has gotten a warlock since we've been stuck at home. Um, yeah. <laughs> or Tim, some BC Rich guitar. Tim got a bass. Me, you, yeah, blue. Really- me, you, blue. Mark. And the dude from Vaulted got a Warlock, and that's all I know about. Blue didn't get a Warlock. I thought Blue did get a Warlock. He got our rich bitch. Oh! Okay, so... He got a, he got a nice guitar, I'll say. That. It's way nicer than mine. Mine's very... Yeah, rich, bi- rich bitch is super nice. That's a... My, that's a, um, my, that's a my neck through, is isn't it? I don't know if his is a neck through or not, I forget. Um... 
it might be a set neck. It might no, no. It might be a, a bolt on. But I don't, I don't remember. But his, it might as well. Actually, it's purple. It's like a see through purple, so it might be a, a neck through. I, pl I'm pretty sure I played it too. Um, but yeah, it's it's the guitar that uh, what's his face, John Christ played in uh, Danzig. <laughs> but pur but purple, you know. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't fit Danzig's aesthetic at all. No, Danzig hated that he played BC Rich and wanted to play single cutaways, the Les Paul st uh, style. Of course he did. Fucking Danzig. Danzig, he's all about, he has a black uh, Gibson Les Paul, and he's like, uh, there's a really stupid video of him in like, his house talking about how he likes black guitars. And I was like, fucking cares what color the guitar is. Uh, BC Rich controversy on Saturday Night Live two weekends ago. What was that? That pop star that oh so she I I, she didn't smash the warlock she played a warlock for the other song a bronze series also big old pop star playing the fucking entry level warlock on Saturday Night Live I thought that was funny but she was playing a Dan Electro um, octave guitar okay and that's the one she broke I didn't actually watch her break it I just was noticing her guitars because it's the only time I've watched. SNL live performance since Andrew WK when The Rock hosted. I uh I I never watch SNL, um, but I did see the the short video of her trying to smash the guitar. I should say it was it was very like it was like think of the weakest person you know <laughs> trying to smash a guitar. <laughs> That's what it was. Corey Lucas trying to smash a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> do we have no? Do we have updates on MGF Gate? I uh I I got it finally. The the box is all torn up because Corey didn't pack it uh, with anything <laughs> in there. But uh, I finally I did finally get it in a good figure. But uh, I I saw the the guitar smashing thing, and fuck man, people got so, like, why is she doing like? I, I society lost its way. Do you know how many fucking guitars there are in the world? And you're getting mad that someone smashed a guitar uh, when they had a big fucking, a big audience to do something crazy like smash a guitar? So, so you do have to sort of explain, because I watched it knowing that there was a thing with a guitar being smashed. Yeah. So were people mad that she did a bad job smashing it, or were people mad that she broke the guitar? People were just mad that she broke the guitar. They're like, someone could have used it. I'm just like, there's, um, there's probably as many guitars as there are people on the planet. I have like seven. Do you want I have, one? I have 10. <laughs> like, seven's like a conservative number and all of them are shitty. And that one was shitty too. That was like a, she played two guitars for a grand total of like 500 bucks on that show. Right. Um, <laughs> She, that, just, she plays beneath her means so she can smash one here and there. Right. And, and that's that plays to your uh personality, you know? Yeah, like that speaks I, my language. I th I feel like if I ever played an SNL, I would probably want to break a guitar too. Yeah. Just cause you have a huge TV audience, a huge, huge, massive audience to do something crazy and make a name for yourself. And she did, so good good on you, you know? Also, it's very <laughs> off-brand for, like, the kind of music she was playing. I, I've never, I didn't even hear the music. I it was, like, very, that. it was very, like, um, like, girl songs. <laughs> like Lilith, 
Lilith Fest or Lilith Fair. Yeah, I, we can go with that. It's not exactly right, but I don't think any of the examples I can give will probably hit home with you. Sure. So, well, yeah, but it's, it was like very soft, like barely rocking. Like it, it makes Bonnie Raitt she... makes Bonnie yeah. Raitt look like death. That's kind of how her guitar smashing skills were, kind of soft, yeah. and you know. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't was, sure if people were going to be mad about the warlock and mad about the fact that there was like a death metal style logo of, of her name on the bass drum. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think society's really shitty if they're getting mad about that. Like, who fucking cares? Like, there's, there are so many guitars out there. Like, who who gives a shit if one of them got smashed? Yeah, it's not even a conversation we should be having. I've broken guitars and I have very less means. I've broken a warlock. Uh, I dropped my Hondo going up the steps one night and uh, it just completely cartwheeled down to the ground and the headstock snapped. That's the closest I've come to breaking a guitar. I, yeah, I've, broken, I've broken a couple guitars. When I think about it. There's one I threw on... Because I, I got in the habit of just throwing a guitar at the ground when Drive-By was playing for a while. And it would never break, and then I threw it down once, and it just like exploded. Like, all right, maybe I don't throw the guitars down anymore. And then I did it one more time. Like mass-produced guitars, who cares if they break? You can yeah. get another one. You can fix those ones too. Yeah, I, I just, I just hate. I hated, and I saw, I actually saw people get upset about it. I was just like, I fucking just, I am so disappointed at your. You're just pussification right now. Everyone's boring. Everyone is. Everyone's boring and sterile and lame right now. I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm probably no different. No, you're fine. You're you're on the right side with me. Like, smash your fucking guitar. Have fun. Oh no, a damage to property is something that I am absolutely okay with, especially if it's your own property. Uh, our, we just lost. We just lost our libertarian audience. <laughs> kick, <laughs> kick a hole in your own wall. Uh, I, I wouldn't damage my own property intentionally. But if you do, that's fine. I damaged my friend's property unintentionally one time. Uh, Mike Boyle, I went over his house and we were playing like a basketball at his like upstairs playroom area. It's like one of those little hang on your door basketball things. Yeah, and. And I kind of tripped and put my foot through uh, a little drywall and freaked out and panicked. And as I grew up and look back, I'm like, yeah, I could, I could fix that if, now if that ever happened. You probably could have fixed it then. I, could, I, had, I had the braids to fix it then, but I didn't know, have the know-how. But like, I, I know how to do it now. So if it ever happened again, I would just be like, yeah, I'll, I'll come back tomorrow with some, some drywall and some spackle. And you'll, and some drywall, and you'll spackle, and a stud. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's party time but uh i do want an acrylic warlock i do too i want like a green acrylic warlock but green's cool i like the red i think the red's probably my favorite um if i could find a blue one i would get that they also make clear ones but i think they all, I, I also had chances at like BC Riches in the past that I've uh, I mean the rich bitch in the past I've turned that down. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen a mockingbird show up though. The, saw, the acrylic. Uh, yeah, I saw a yellow mockingbird a few years ago, and I was like, "That is that, cool." I think that's what started this whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Like, I just want them now just for, for the whole spectacle of them. Like, the audacity of those guys. Well, especially, just, we're, <laughs> never, just, we're never going to play a show ever again. I don't think I am, no. Uh, we, we probably will, but... Yeah. Oh, sp- speaking of bands and shows, uh, pretty much everyone in Ice Earth finally quit today. That's good. Like, the, the singer and the bass player, for sure. Possibly the guitar player. And the drummer has just been silent this entire time but i i imagine that he's probably just like yeah <laughs> yeah i'm with you guys there's no point in quitting because this band's dead yeah I was, I was talking to someone about just completely re-recording uh the complete ice earth catalog the graves misfits era catalog and all of the um the two good chromags albums because that dude fucking that dude's digging his own grave now, too. Uh, is he all Proud Boys in it? No, he's just retarded. He's just R-worded. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably edit that one. 17 minutes, got it. Uh, <laughs> you'll, um, ne- you'll never guess what I said. He, he is he is in the Chromags, though, so it does speak for itself. Yeah, John Joseph losing his fastball. Just like Rick Vaughn in Major League Two. But he gets it back. He finds it in the end when he's a relief pitcher. Did he just need glasses? Or was that the first one? The first one, he needed the glasses. The second one, he he was... Taking himself too seriously? Yeah, he was like Aaron Rodgers 2010 on. He was discount double check. <laughs> he was all about them commercials and not so much about the sport. Like uh, neck surgery, Peyton. <laughs> neck surgery, Peyton. Fucking. Uh. Oh, uh, we didn't talk about this last week, but uh, Tyler Rex. Uh, so we remember Tyler Rex. So you said that I was thinking that it was. Um, Damien Sandow, for some reason. <laughs> nope, it wasn't Damien Sandow. Uh, I would peg. I would have pegged Damien Sandow. You, you would peg Damien Sandow. Oh, I wouldn't peg him. <laughs> uh, I, I would peg him, but it would probably <laughs> cost him, you know, some serious coin. <laughs> and, it, and it would be pegging and not doing. Uh, What's the difference at that point? Eh. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, about four inches. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. But Tyler Rex, uh, real name Gabe Tuft, came out as transgender, is now Gabby Tuft. And uh, wow, yeah. you just dead named her. Wow. Well, I just use it in the yeah, context of I, explaining transition. I uh, know. Well, you tend to try to paint me as this mischievous. <laughs> character who says (laughs) bad things um that's just my fun way of showing everyone how much i know (laughs) um but also they kind of their twitter is very suspect like they do a lot of uh uh self grave digging too like 
Like Gabby, Gabby Tuft is the type of person who would vote for a transgender, uh, uh, an anti-LGBT politician. Yeah, they're uh, they watch too much of uh, too much of the Kardashians. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like everyone's Caitlyn Jenner now, and it's like, <laughs> why are you voting against your best interests? I don't, Why are you doing this? I don't even know what to fucking think anymore. But I, I think I landed in a pretty good spot with Gabby Tuft, which is, you know, congratulations on your transition. I'll, I'll, I'm 100% behind it. Fuck but, that uh, go check. Fuck, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take your... I, I did not look into this person's lifestyle, their death style, um, <laughs> nor their invisible children. But... But their lifestyle does be t- determine their death style. If they're voting for politicians who want them dead, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but apparently she has a wife and a child, so. That worked out great for uh, Laura Jane Grace. I don't know who that is. The singer of Against Me. Still don't know who that is. You've never heard of the band Against Me? I've heard of the band. I just don't. I never yeah, listened to him. Never got into that, that was a that was a big. That was when. That was when everyone decided. Everyone decided. That was like one of the first big ones. Where someone came out as transgender. Yeah. All right. That person doesn't. Of, that uh, person doesn't suck though. Yeah, I know of uh, what's their face from Life of Agony. Mina Caputo. Yes. Um, I saw them live in Gigantor in like 2005. Pre-transition. I've seen them three or four times post, and it's kind of awesome. I mean, it's awesome because I love that band. It's awesome watching like old FSU dudes go at it super hard when there's a really ugly chick like vibing on stage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Mita Caputo, eh, not my, not my. Not my style, but Gab- Gabby Tuft, also. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them could have been Buzz's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> For context, Buzz, your girlfriend. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's just how, how, how this degraded so quickly. Just, just, it, it, but, like, you know. I'm just being. I'm more. I'm more of a misogynist here than a than a transphobe. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's, I, I'm not saying they're ugly because they're transgender. I'm yeah. saying they're ugly because they're ugly. Yeah, I respect. Which is terrible. I, res- I respect the agenda, but fucking hey, you look like a fucking dude. I feel no. I feel like fucking no. They don't look like dude. They just look like ugly women. Yeah, uh, well, that's what they are. And I'm and I'm just all set with that. And I know that makes me a terrible person, and I understand that, it, and I'm okay. I'm okay with it because I'm not. They're not, they'll never hear this, so they'll never be hurt by my words. But also, uh, I don't feel that bad about saying it. No, I mean, yeah, be- because my heart's in the right place. So, some of this is a riff, <laughs> as you can tell from my giggling. I'm just making fucking. Yeah, I feel like we did. We, I started digging this grave, and you accidentally came into it with me this time instead of letting me just keep <laughs> digging it. And then neither of us could take the higher road. I feel like I could climb out of this grave. 
It's quicksand, brother. Uh, what else happened uh, in the world? Oh, I watched. Uh, did you watch TNA uh, No or Impact Wrestling's pay per view yet? I haven't. I've been. This weekend was a busy one. All right. Uh, I'll just tell you what was good and what was bad about it. Yeah. What was good about it? Uh, the tag match with uh, Cardona and Eddie Edwards against Brian Myers and Hernandez. Probably my favorite match of the night. Uh, uh, it was it was an actual wrestling match. Jean Pierre Myers. <laughs> so why does he ha- why does he have an eye patch? Uh, I guess Eddie Edwards attacked him. And Eddie Edwards, yeah, Eddie Edwards had his eye fucked up from Sammy Callahan, so now I guess that's his deal. It's fucking up people's eyes because he's crazy. So that's why Brian Myers is wearing the eye patch. I like that. And and Cardoto was teaming with Eddie Edwards because Cardoto's a babyface and Myers is a heel and he calls Myers bad mood Brian now. <laughs> but but liking their their figure stuff aside, like that played no factor to me watching this match. I think Eddie Edwards was the best wrestler in the match, but um, overall it was just a solid wrestling match. I don't know anything about it. Hernandez, but... Oh, uh, the Mexican Superman. Big ball dude. He's been in TNA forever. Oh, maybe I do know. Th- maybe I just he, assumed he, it was a different Hernandez. He was in LAX with Homicide. Okay, yeah, I definitely know who he is then. Yeah, he's still there. He's 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 always been good. I've never disliked Hernandez. So I mean, uh, every, everyone in that match is fine. There was a good X Division title match. There was a good, uh, surprisingly good three way like gauntlet match where like three people would be in the ring and then someone would get eliminated and then someone else would come to the ring. It was very. It's kind of kind of convoluted but it still made sense and that was a solid match um was willie mack on the card yes he was part of the x division uh gauntlet thing willie mack rules yes willie mack is very good uh they have someone playing homicide or suicide like that's that's a thing in tna again like yeah, impact wrestling uh, I'm, I'm never gonna get used to it yeah I told, I, I told them for years to get rid of it now i can't stop using it i i, t- I t- didn't even notice that you did it so yeah, um, but they have someone playing Suicide again, and they were pretty good. They they had a good showing. Um, was Christopher was... Daniels again? <laughs> he was one of them, right? Christopher Daniels was no, he was Curry Man, and then Suicide was that Kazarian, and then maybe he played Christopher Daniels played it for a little bit. But TJ TJP was one of them. Yeah. was the one that got unmasked at the end. But a bunch of people played him, so um, I think that's the gimmick, too, is just, like, whoever we would just have some he's, play He's him. TNA doink. Yeah, he's he's the blue demon. Or not the blue <laughs> demon, the, the, the blue phantom. Um, the kiss demon. Tommy Dreamer got a world title match because uh, it's his 50th birthday. <laughs> of and uh, wasn't a fan of the match, I'll be honest. Uh, they did a spot where they had to stop the match because Tommy was injured, quote unquote. Was he trying and to I, do the, the the reverse Terry Funk versus Raven? I don't. But it was holding his hand. It was his hand that he was that was injured. So he was like holding it like all awkward, and then he started pouring water on it. I'm like, why are you pouring water on your finger? Like this doesn't make any sense. This is kind of dumb. And then it just brought the match to like a dead halt, and then then he lost. Who's the world champion? Rich Swan. Okay. 
Rich Swan's theme music is if you were making a movie in the 1990s that had a club scene and you wanted to have uh, Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It, but you didn't want to pay for the rights. So the, the knockoff, that's his theme. Okay. That's racist. It's not racist. <laughs> not from it's, you. It's 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 if you're no, it's if you're a wrestling company and you're and you don't want to pay for for fees for a song. How is that racist? Is um <laughs> how? Explain this to me. Um Montel Jordan is appropriating a culture. Who's we? A song who's five years ago. Who's we? What we? What we t- like? This is how we. Used to be a this, is, this is how we he used do to be it. A bartender at the China Pearl. He was a very nice man. This is how we do it. Who's we? Well, him and his crew. His crew of what? Friends. His, his brothers. <laughs> his, his boys. Pals. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What's uh? You see, three is an ROH. Um, what's EY doing? Uh, he was. Is he still working on Mister Clean gimmick? <laughs> he uh, he was. He's still Mister Clean, and he was some, seconding someone to the ring. Uh, I forget their name, and they were playing going against against uh, the wrestler. He was. I forget his first name, but his last name is something. So it was like Joe something, or whatever his first name is. Oh, Billy something. Yeah, uh, whatever his first... I, I don't know, I forget. Uh, but he was just seconding the guy who wrestled him. And there was the... There was the Good Brothers Private Party and... Um... Bear Country? Uh, Not Bear Country. Bear Country's no, on it, it, it Dynamite. Was James, it was James Storm and... Eli Drake? Uh, Chris Saban. Chris no, Saban. Eli Drake is actually in NXT now. Oh really? Is this how much I? Well, what happened since the last time I watched wrestling? Uh, <laughs> apparently, NWA just has nobody left anymore. <clears throat> they got a women's championship belt. That's the most over. Like uh, Nick Aldis is not doing anything. Um, he's the only one left. It's Nick Aldis and Tim Storm are the only one left in the NWA still. What about uh, Eli Dr- uh, what about Eli Drake um, is now LA Knight. What about um, Trevor Murdoch? He's got to still be there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got nothing else going on. Um, but yeah, it was uh, the team of it was they were combining beer money and Motor City machine guns for a team in this one, like tag team greats of of Impact Wrestling uniting Motor, for Motor, team. Motor City Beer Run. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and so this match was good too. Like everything on the undercard was pretty solid and, and very watchable and there was nothing overly bad. Um Except for Tommy the Dreamer. The women's tag match with like Susan and uh who I forget who she she was on a team with, but she was I, I and I forget who's on the other side too, but I all I remember was that like Susan, who is Sue Young was part of one of the teams and that match I just remember being very forgettable. Like it was bad or, or anything like that. It was just clearly yeah. forgettable. You never remember who was in it. Right, exactly. And th- that's why I'm saying it's it's not bad per se. It's just I don't remember what happened. I probably wasn't paying the best attention at that point. That's that 
Well, so was this even this last weekend or was it the weekend before? No, this was two days ago. Okay. Saturday night. Um, there was also a uh, uh, takeover last night, an NXT takeover, which I found out about because WWE sent me a notification because I still have the network on my phone. And if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have watched it. What was going on in that one? Uh, Eli Drake showed up in the pre-show and he is now LA Knight. Like yeah. the light up, like the let up sneakers. <laughs> yes. It, instead of BK Knight, it's LA Knight. Well, I think there was LA Knights too. Was there LA Knights? Yeah, right, but or, or, or there was other LA Gear. I think it was LA Gear. Yeah. Okay, because they one of them had the original light ups in the back. So I think he was combining those two brands, like LA Gear and BK Knights. Is he supposed to be like a throwback guy? Uh, he's just supposed to be like a a hip happening dude. He's he's he knows what's going on. Do they but, have Eli Drake because they should have got fucking uh, Ricky Starks? I think they just probably offered him a good contract because they know he can talk, and, and NXT doesn't have guys who can talk. And I think that like Pat McAfee showed everybody up was a real like kicked like that's where we're hurting is is mic skills. So they went out and found a guy with mic skills. And now they got a punter who's Bobby Heenan with a swanton. <laughs> uh, Pat McAfee, by the way, solid. He's a natural for wrestling. Oh um, yeah. yeah. Put it, put plug him in anywhere in the card, and I will watch it. NXT main roster. He would, he would be great on the main roster. He would get people talking and watching. Well, he could do a million things on the main roster too. He he, could he work would just, with anybody. He would just never give up his full time job to do it. No, absolutely not, and he shouldn't either because it's probably way more profitable for him to keep doing what he's doing. Yes, like well, he especially when they're back on the road. Yeah. He, he could never be Heenan that way. Right, he could show up the TVs, though. <laughs> Can you imagine if but like the, he's exactly Bobby Heenan, but the blow-offs ends up being a competitive good match? <laughs> well, I think Heenan could work in, in his younger days, but... Um, yeah, but not when he was getting... Not when he was weasel-suited with, with the Warrior. I, I was going to say, obviously, Pat McAfee, despite being a punter, is an athlete. And he did play at a professional level, so he's got he's got a beat in the athletics department. As like the one, the two matches he's had have been fantastic. That last one was fucking. Yeah, War Games was great. <clears throat> but uh, is there a limit? Yeah. Is there a limit on false? When's false finishes gonna find its limit? Uh, they're okay. Uh, yeah, but. Um, that's my cornet spot. I, I'm I'm of two minds of this. One mind is you you're absolutely right, and the other mind is, but when it's done right, it is just so good. It's like it's like when you get the roux to cook the flour out, and it's super silky smooth cheese sauce. Ooh, it's true. That, <laughs> few things can compete with that. I mean, these um, even ones that I remember being bad, and then I watching it, I'm like, oh. That was pretty good. Hunter, yeah. Undertaker, and Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania. Oh, fantastic. I, I, I remember that, that being the That's where too many worst. false finishes works. That's where too many false finishes goes from too many false finishes to so many that it's good again. <laughs> like, like that false finish where uh, it was the super kick into the pedigree. Like, one of the best false finishes ever. <laughs> Oh, God. 
We, we need an all-time top 10 false finish matches. And I can't even think of any off the top of my head that aren't Undertaker Shawn Michaels right now. Well, the yeah, that's just top of the list for me. Um, let's see, let's see, let's look back. Um, what was super false finishy? Um, I guess Bucks versus Hangman and Kenny. Uh, that was yeah, that was pretty false finishy. Like I, that's what I'm saying. I guess I don't quite remember it being egregious though, but I just I just remember it being teeter-tottery uh, kenny okada would probably qualify <laughs> kenny okada two yeah or one or two yeah i would say two um but the, the second one was absolutely a masterpiece when okada's going for another uh rainmaker and omega just collapses <laughs> ah that's that is the getting the rue just right <laughs> hey that's gonna be we see that soon on american soil Oh yeah, Okada's coming to AEW and Impact. That is awesome. I wish it wasn't announced so it could just happen. Like, uh, was it actually announced? Yeah. Well, it was. It's everyone knows, but like nobody knew that Kenta was showing up for sure. And when he showed up, it wasn't spoiled for me or anything. It just happened. And when that happens, it's awesome. Like I love seeing awesome stuff like that. So if if like. He sh- if Omega, if Kenny was talking one night, like say he wins his big pay per view match coming up, and then the next night or whatever on on uh, Dynamite he's just bragging, saying nobody can beat me, and then Okada shows up, I w- I would just be like throwing shit at my TV and breaking it, throwing it out the window out of excitement. Is the next? This is I, th- I thought of, I had a wrestling take in between other things, thinking about. The FTRs winning the A the uh, Impact Tag Titles from the Good Brothers, and that's going to start a feud between the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks somehow. Well, they're already they're already planting those seeds. Yeah, but that's how it's gonna <laughs> that's how it's gonna go full bore. Young Bucks cost the Good Brothers the tag titles to FTR. Correct. I like it. Intrigue. Smizz a little whiz. Catch a kiz. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta tell you, having the Good Brothers on on um, being the elite, not like the best thing that's ever happened, but a nice little surprise. Yeah, it's it's definitely like I saw this week, so I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but they didn't have that long intro where they were talking in front of the green screen. Yeah, the green screen really makes it good, and they only shoot them from the like gut up. <laughs> um, this week's was very mad. Yeah, I watched. I watched it today. Um, but Sammy, if you get a chance, Sammy is the champion. That's not going to work. Champion. That's not going to um, work for me. I, 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 you, you caught onto it right away when I was telling you Sammy Guevara a few weeks ago. And I was just like, oh, no, not that. And then I yeah, you, you did a pretty good job of making me think that it wasn't going to happen. You unspoiled it for me. Yeah, that's that was my goal. I was tr- I was kayfabe you. And, uh, but that did happen. And they were joking about it. That was the best part of this week's episode where he was just like, yeah, I'm not spread too thin now, so I can make this bit work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lutheran Serpentico instead of that, Darby Allen's thing. Part of, yeah, that was the best part. Yeah, of the John Silver's the best part of BTE. For sure. 
um, Dark Order is what they because they had their own segment too, and that it was pretty great. Well, that's true. They got a new table. <laughs> They're all talking about having small dicks and having five in the group is good because he makes their small dicks look <laughs> <all> big. <laughs> dumb. Yeah, but it's that's the type of type of stupid shit I like. Yeah, well, and like. Having um, having Uno in that situation's good too, because he's kind of a dick too. He was t- he was talking about it. He's like, I've got a su- like, it can't be the suits. I have a suit. They're like, yeah, but it's blue. Our p- colors are purple and black. And he goes, this is blue. It's not purple. You're <laughs> fucking colorblind. <laughs> that, that just goofy shit. It's funny. But, uh, if you get if you get the chance to watch uh, Takeover, um, Johnny Gargano versus Kushida, and uh, Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne. Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne sounds like it's something I could get behind. A lot of a lot of sizzle on those stakes. Good, <laughs> a lot of good stuff happened to those matches. They did good lucha things. I maybe I need to because I feel like I need some spice in my wrestling life. Watch at least watch Balor done because what's the they did the NXT pay per view ending thing. So the the credits happen, but then something else happens after. Yeah, or during. Yeah, exactly. What did, and, what and did Champa worth, do it, this time? <laughs> <laughs> it was I don't even remember if Champa was on the show. Is he hurt? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. He's like skinny what? Hunter, current day. Yeah, it, I always thought he uh, looked like the the big cheese in Resident Evil Four, but he's little. He's like the little cheese. It's funny calling him little because he's like absolutely ripped. Oh yeah, he's he's cut up. Uh, I'm gonna bring up. Speaking of cut up, is Carlito back? Back? Um, he was. He has a a couple week tryout as being like a producer and shit. I don't know if he's back back just yet. He's he's, he's sort of, they're sort of seeing if he works he's going for the mvp gig yeah exactly um let me see here i'm trying to bring up this a picture of this guy to show you we might have even done this on the podcast before um but yeah this is like the the boss of the first area in resident evil 4 <laughs> we have not done this before he does look like him he looks to me. He looks exactly like uh, Tommaso Ciampa, but he's also like seven, eight feet tall. Yeah, he's not that tall. Ciampa's a very no- average six foot. No, he's he's like f- five, six, five, seven. Well, I don't know what they are anymore. I guess I'm taller. Oh. I'm, t- I'm taller than most of the wrestlers. So you're you were taller than most of the wrestlers when wrestlers were wrestlers, according to Jim Cornette. Um, I'm taller than most of the wrestlers now. I walked I walked by Ricochet and was looking down at him and I was just like, "Wow, you are way shorter than I thought you were." I just the um the picture of all of us with Kurt Angle. Yeah. He's like like I'm taller than Kurt, Kurt Angle. Like I'm like towering over Kurt Angle. You but... tower over him. I'm I'm taller than him. He's like uh probably like 5'8", I want to say. So what I'm saying is I can kick the shit out of Kurt Angle. 
Yeah. <laughs> size of fight and dog, size of dog and fight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm not completely out of my mind. Kurt Angle can kick the shit out of me. Whoa, whoa, did you just say I'm out of my mind? I said I am not out of my mind. Did you say Kurt I was out of my mind? Because I said I could I, kick the shit out of Kurt Angle? I didn't say it. Sean Murphy one time, like the first time I ever got high with him, back when I used to do that. You probably used to do that then too. Um, <laughs> we were watching a TNA pay-per-view. So that shows you how high we were. And he just went off on like an hour-long tangent of how he could kick the shit out of Kevin Nash. No, he couldn't. No, I don't think he thinks that he could, but he would not shut up. He was also like 15. Or young. He was young. Because I was young. Okay. It was just like really like, it's something to bring up to Sean next time. Listener, anyone. Next time you talk to Sean, I actually have a, I have a lot of listener related news. Not news, projects. I gotta ship New Jersey listeners some LJN posters that he paid me for two weeks ago. Oh wow. Way to go, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, well I never said they were in the mail, so <laughs> 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 so that was the funniest part was Corey uh, said he shipped me the MJF figure that the mailman picked it up on Tuesday. Well, uh, two days later, comes it came back and magically because he told me that it was so light that it, it, it that the weight didn't justify a tracking number. And I was just like, every single package, every single one gets a tracking number. And I was, and I, and I kind of caught faced him when he said that to me too. Like, do do I have dickhead on my forehead? And then when he said, I I kept on kind of like slowly like twisting the knife throughout the week, just being like, I have faith today's the day I'm gonna get it. And then Corey would like avoid the chat all day and wouldn't talk about it because if he did, I'd be like, hey, you sub you said that figure. <laughs> I would just maybe he just wrote your address on the front of the fig package without wrapping it and put a stamp over the logo. I was like, I I don't care. I just no. enjoyed giving him a. I enjoyed giving him a hard time because it made the weight easier to deal with. Well, also, like, who cares how long it takes if you know you're getting right. it? It's just right. what what a what a bonkers thing to like not be like forward about. But that's but, but I, that I, is I, why I, I was doing what I was doing. It wasn't like I like Corey. He's he's a good dude. I just enjoyed sort of turning up the heat and sort of twisting the knife just, just a little bit. Just just because at, at, at heart, I think we're all a little bit of a masochist, and that's what I was doing. It's just funny when you accidentally dig a grave for yourself. Like, because I mean, have I, have I done, maybe I might have done exactly this, and just maybe a little more tactfully, where it's just like, yeah, I'm going to ship it. Like, uh, yeah, I I went to the post office today. I dropped it off. They might just not have scanned it. And in my brain, I'm like, if I do it tomorrow, we'll be fine. And then I get shit faced that night. And then the next day, I'm hungover, so I don't go. Like next thing you know, it's been four days before I was supposed to have dropped it off. Okay, I checked the tracking number. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're like Paul Heyman. You give a traffic number that's one digit too long. And yeah. You're like just take just take the last one off. <laughs> Yeah, you just start going full Heyman. <laughs> I had a guy who, but because I mean, we also know that the mail's fucked right now, and I've been doing a lot of eBay selling because I'm trying to get rid of half my stuff. I'm trying to have it, and um, I sold a lot of Sega games, and I dropped it off at the post office, 
And this guy fucking started calling the post office to see what what happened. It had been like three days. And like they just didn't scan it. It's gonna show up in Tennessee one day. Like if it doesn't show up by whatever, I'll give you a refund now if you stop talking to me. <laughs> and then the guy gets it, like, aren't you glad I didn't get a refund? I'm like, no. This has been annoying as fucking not worth the twelve dollars I got from you. <laughs> um Sega Genesis games are I don't know if they're up or down right now, but I think they're I feel like the same. I feel like for any system at this point, like honestly, you're just better off with a, a multi cart anyway, or a, an SD card that can go into be read. It looked like, like uh, this this person was reselling. Yeah. So he was yeah. taking he was buying a lot for twelve dollars and would sell them for five dollars each or whatever. But I'm just saying if for playability, like it's it's better just to have the the SD card thing going on just because then you're not screwing around with your games. Like it's weird. It looks like video games are one of the things that didn't really skyrocket up during a pandemic. It did at first, but I feel like, uh, like everything else was just so much more, uh, video games were definitely going up in value because everyone was home and everyone had all this free time. So there was a lot, especially the, Wii. uh, the, Wii saw a little bit of a resurgence uh, last year. But because like all, everyone, since everyone was home and everyone remembers that from when they were kids and they're all way older now, like 15 years older from when it first came out. So they all got the member berries for it, but not so much anymore. Now it's, it's, it's still a little high. Like I was looking to buy the TNA game, uh, for Xbox 360 and it's like over $15. That's absurd. It's terrible. Yeah. Because it's not a great game by any stretch of the imagination. I was just curious. Like, like I get it for PS2 for like five, ten bucks, somewhere in there. Um, but I just don't want it for PS2. I want it for Xbox 360 because it would look way better. I don't even want to play it. I just want to have every wrestling game. Um, have you ever played the Day of Reckoning games on GameCube? I have played it, but I don't remember them being any good. Oh, they're definitely good. They're uh, same controls as No Mercy. Okay. Um, I need to get a GameCube or a Wii that has a GameCube capability. Most Wiis do. Uh, you just need a GameCube controller. I'll find them. I'll but find myself a Wii. I will never uh, not recommend those games. Uh, they weren't as good as the SmackDown games coming out at the same time, but if you, they were good if you didn't have a PS2. Because Xbox, the original Xbox at the time, had no good wrestling games. It just had Raw, right? Raw was terrible. Raw 2 was terrible. Um, it had the Legends of Wrestling game, but you can get that on any system. The only bonus on Xbox was that it looked better, and you could have your own soundtrack imported. Oh, yeah, you could do that. Even that was on... the only thing that... Yeah, 360 you could do it, too, but you had to do it a little bit of a different way. You had to make it like a, a soundtrack instead of just using a song. I remember I had, on 360, there was the... Um... That Legends of WrestleMania game, or yep. Road to WrestleMania game, and I made... Nope, it was Legends. It was Legends. It was a yep. dead nuts Steve Thompson. <laughs> and he he came out to an Of the Betrayed song, and the pyro went off after like the little intro. It was like perfect. I had him come over so he could see it. It was like... It just had a shirt with his name on it. The Legends of WrestleMania game is a solid game. I don't hate it. It's not my favorite by any stretch, uh, but I would recommend it to anybody because if you had SmackDown versus Raw 2009, you can port that roster into that game. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. 
So like you can port like tons of people who are current like Triple H and Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, like everyone. So you don't have to like bother creating them or anything. You can just import them. Uh, they did look a little bit different. Like they didn't belong. Like they were definitely taken from a game with different lighting. But it was still good to have them there. But the game overall, like out of all the shitty cross like non mainline uh, simulation games they have, that's probably the best one. Like. But I, like I could never stars. get past the Shawn Michaels-Steve Austin match because it would always glitch out. I, you kind of broke up there. Okay, I just kept going. Um, the During the story mode, the Shawn Michaels-Steve Austin match always glitched out and I could never finish it. Oh, really? Yeah. What ha- what happened? Um, it would get, because you would have to move it to the like where the entrance ramp is. Yeah. And you just couldn't complete the objective right there. I don't even remember what it was because it was fucking 15 use, years ago now. Use the, the symbol on the stage. Yeah, it wouldn't use, let me. All you, you, all you have to do is just get them to like the area and use a special. Yeah, I did. Like, if, trust me, it was glitching. Because I, I, I did I, that game. I did it for almost two hours one day. Like, I, I beat it. Like, I beat the whole game. Like, I did everything you could do. I got every single achievement in that game. I went again. We talked about it outside of O'Brien's one time. But I'd have to see what you're talking about to understand it. Well, because it'll we'll never get there because I'm never going to have a 360 or that game ever again. Probably. Actually, okay. I could. I could be wrong. Get a 360. They're not. They're not expensive right now. Um, and Legends of Wrestling was a fun game. Like I, I like that more than All Stars. I didn't like All Stars at all, and Battlegrounds is kind of the same thing as All Stars. Everything just looks a little bit more cartoony than, than All Stars was we right. All Stars was PS3, uh, Xbox 360, possibly on the Wii 2. I don't remember, but that definitely during those years it was. Just, they all look like LJ, LJN figures. Well, they looked like Hasbro figures. Oh. Like everyone was super disgustingly ripped. Yeah, like backyard, backyard baseball. I feel like, like LJNs are doughy and stuff. Where like LJNs are kind of NWA nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety like wrestlers, whereas Hasbro's are like, you know, the the juice stuff ones. Ninety one. Yeah. <laughs> the good shit. Yeah. Then Piper's just showing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a motorcycle accident. The uh, watching the lead up to him and Adrian Adonis is good shit. I liked how they have had competing shows, and that was sort of the basis. And then Cowboy Bob Orton was like wearing on a, the new show. He was wearing a pink cowboy pink hat. Oh yeah, it was a big, big yeah. cowboy hat. That's right. Yeah, and also like. Don Morocco was really weird too. Like he cut some really strange promos at that point. I don't remember. Like they were real spacey. Either that or Don Morocco was weirder than I remember him being, but I don't think that's the case. Was he? Was that what he was with Superstar Billy Graham? No, this was before that. Okay, he was with Superstar Billy Graham in late eighties, like eighty SummerSlam eighty eight for sure. Uh, WrestleMania 4 for sure. WrestleMania 4. Who do you face WrestleMania 4? Um, Jesus. He was in the tournament. Oh, he's in the tournament. So, so he he faced... He, I know he faced Dino Bravo at SummerSlam 88. <coughs> yeah. 
Because it was um, Superstar and Frenchie Martin. So Don uh, Morocco would have been double elimination with... I, no, I think he won. Because I remember I had the tape and Superstar, Jesus Christ Superstar played a lot during those days. Um, I don't remember who he wrestled, though. He was a babyface. He was working against the heel. So maybe like... Butch Reed? I was going to say Butch, Butch Reed would be a prime candidate, or like Hercules. But I think Hercules worked with Warrior. Also, rest in peace, Butch Reed. I don't know. Did we oh, do yeah. that last week? Um, He's a natural I man. we did. Yeah, we talked about his hair being natural and blonde. Uh, who was our death this week? It was... Uh, fuck. I don't remember. I think one happened. Uh, I know a Bucks, a Bucks receiver died. Which one? Uh, not not a, anyone who played recently. He probably last played like five, ten years ago. Um, I think it, it was Vincent Jackson. Oh, he died? Yeah. How? I don't know. He was also a Chargers receiver. Was he also a Chargers? It was in was, Florida where they found him. He was. I didn't know. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. I couldn't remember his name at first, but yeah, that's who I saw. I saw that I guess, uh, right before we started. I guess the only person that I would have talked to about that probably, like a real person, died, so he wouldn't have been talking about the death of a football player. So, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have uh, brought that up on you or anything. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just ended on a bummer this week. Unless you got anything. Hmm. Um, I can't. I honestly can't think of anything else. We talked about Righteous Gems too, because we we did the podcast last what Wednesday. No, you didn't. You didn't finish the series though, did you? I finished it that one night. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, that's right. You did. Yeah. Um. Um. Oh, I I got we could, we could, don't have to end it on a bummer because I was watching a different series. Which what is that? Um, I restarted Gigolos. <laughs> yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, and uh, so returning listen, returning former listener, and I have been really muscling through those because I I watched the first two seasons when it was new because it's great, and then get to the end of season five, Buff Bagwell debut. So I'm watching Buff Bagwell give it to this old lady. And he hasn't been back yet. And I'm like four episodes in on season six. It's the last season. I thought he was a full-time cast member on that. I have no idea how that show even works. It's a reality show about gigolos. And it also has softcore pornography elements to it. Except it's very attract, like very attractive fit men. And mostly real world women. It's it sounds hilarious. It sounds like fucking porn for middle aged women. If you have Showtime on any of your streaming platforms and you can watch Gigolos, I couldn't recommend it anymore. I it's the only reality show I have loved. <laughs> uh, I never really loved any reality shows. This is the I only remember, one I, I like. I only remember the Joe Schmo show uh, because. 
he was like, what is going on? It's more something that I can mock. Than yeah. Anything that I actually remember happening in the real world. Well, that one was like a, an abject failure too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just one season. Yeah. It's like, was it Spike? Yes. So it was when, one of the, uh, of the original Spike shows. Yeah, it was when Spike, I think, had Raw. No. Was that right? Or did it have TNA? And that's the only reason I know, because I watched TNA. Probably TNA, because I think when... Did Raw ever get on Spike, or was it on TNN? It was on TNN, but then TNN turned into Spike, and that's why I'm not sure if that change happened with Raw still there. I thought that they had gone back to USA before it turned to Spike. Okay, you might be right. I, I might, might be, be wrong too. I don't know. I don't know why. I feel like I'm positive about this because I really am not. But yeah, it must have been because I remember that and Drawn Together was on Spike. Drawn Together was on Comedy Central. Was it on Comedy Central? Yeah. Fuck. Um, the the the, the, oh, adu- the adult the, the adult version the of Ren and Stimpy. Uh, yeah, the the only real reality show that that I really liked was Drawn Together. That was, was good. Car- good was shit too. Yeah, <laughs> that was a that was one where after one season the character development went completely off the rails and it was fucking oh, hilarious. Entirely, like everyone was just a complete derelict. Like the the Betty Boop got fat in certain situations. I forget her name. They yeah he, they used her fat to as like a plot device to just move some shit forward. They they used her getting fatter as like a problem or a solution. In spots. Yeah. That was a great show. <laughs> I would love to rewatch that show. Yeah. Oh, I, I used to watch that show every week. It was, it was just hilarious. I used to watch then, that show at this kid's house a lot. And then um, Adam Carolla went crazy and started yelling at college kids. Because of their TikToks? No, because he thinks that conservative voices are being oppressed on campuses across the country. Him and this old guy were talking about it and they think they, <laughs> they think they ought to tell all you youngsters basically. Like he's just old guy now. He's just an old codger. I wish that Democrats weren't so fucking stupid to disenfranchise people like immediately so everyone could just fucking make conservative people go away. <laughs> just like Dude, like people just can't be disappointed for immediately, and still come back to just just to shove it in conservatives' faces. I I just um I've just been done with it for a couple weeks now. I think I I think I'm done with it now. Like entirely, just just keep it. You guys, you guys can fight over it now. Like. I'm, I think I'm out. Like, I'm done just entirely with anything like that. Like, I'll keep voting, but that's it. Just someone, someone needs to be in charge of who to tell me who to vote for. <laughs> that's, I need trusted voices. Because when, Ber- when Bernie's dead, I don't know who to vote for. Uh, just trust, uh, trust former returning listener. Yeah, yeah. No. That's what I'll have to do. Because I'll stay a little bit informed and just completely away. I'm just, I have nothing left to, to tolerate. All I had I gave. Let's end this podcast now because now I'm just. Mid- All I had I 
that gave. Wow, 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 wow. What are we, uh, what are we giving them? I would love to give him crowbar. All I had, I gave, but I mean, you have to pick from the Nitro Party catalog. Yeah, I know. Um. Oh, what's a what's one we haven't done? Um. In honor of my favorite president ever, let's play Brutus. <laughs> Who's your favorite president? I don't know. I, I don't, let me rephrase it. Um, in honor of my favorite Valentine's Day meme from this year, let's play Brutus. Because it's a picture of Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake watching oh. TV. It says, I'll be your Valentine if you'll be my beefcake. Oh, yeah. I, 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 we didn't talk about this. I'll, I'm going to get this in there real quick. I'll play Brutus after it because it kind of plays into the song. But uh, Jericho's wife was at the uh, Capitol. Yeah, that's why I said my favorite president. Ugh. I hate you. I'll be good, 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 I'll be
I'll be good, 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 I'll be